Hello and welcome to the Narratives, a podcast where we discuss how gender plays into the lives, identities and lived experiences of people in India and how all of this relates to mental health. This episode is part of a six-part special edition series of the Narratives in celebration of Pride Month 2022. As a part of this series, we're going to be hearing the stories of coming out of people who belong to the LGBTQIA+ community. The series is a curation of six stories and features a diverse and inspiring panel of speakers. These are stories of struggle and challenge, but also stories of hope, perseverance, incredible strength and resilience. We're happy to have you here with us today to take this journey along with us. Hi Prarthana thank you so much for being here on the narratives today uh we're really happy to be hosting you as a part of this special series that we're doing Hi Preeti thank you so much for having me it's really an honor to be here with you guys and yeah i can't wait to get into this Okay so before we go ahead uh with talking about your story uh can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about you and who you are Absolutely. Uh so my name is Pratna, pretty self-explanatory. I'm 24 years old and about a year ago I started creating queer and desi content on the internet. And so I have a YouTube channel, I create uh content on social media, and why I think that this is uh important is because you know, as someone who grew up in India and grew up queer in India, it's really something that we don't see a lot of we don't see a lot of people being openly gay we don't see a lot of people sharing their stories there's still a lot of taboo around it so i think in order to sort of satisfy my own need for more queer and desi content i started creating it and yeah that's basically about been my journey till now that sounds wonderful and i personally love your content so i'm really happy to be having this conversation with you today um but getting right into it uh when did you first realize that you were attracted to women and how did that make you feel can you tell me a little bit about that yes absolutely uh first off thank you so much for saying that about the uh, the content really appreciate it and yeah uh liking a woman and it was something that took me a little while to realize about myself and i think that around that age in high school when i think most people start to get into the whole uh, idea of romance crushes relationships you know all of those start becoming normal things we talk about and around that age when i was with my friend group at at school you know i'd hear a lot about their relationship with boys with men and um, their crushes on men and you know it would be something that i'd be completely left out of i i was had absolutely no idea of what those feelings were supposed to be like because i'd never experienced them and i did try my best you know to sort of fit into that heterosexual norm to sort of mimic what my friends were doing to have crushes and relationships and all of that because you know who doesn't want to fit in but honestly i think um, the only real crush that i had in high school was on my best friend and my best friend was a girl So I think once those feelings came in there was no denying that uh, you know this is something that was very real to me so I had to you know be honest with myself and just accept it of course I'm saying this very simply but in reality it is something that took me uh, many years to come around to 
and yeah i think the first time that i liked women it was just watching my friendship with her turn into something very romantic turn into something that was most definitely attraction from my end and it just felt like all the pieces that were supposed to fit in uh for me with a boy were fitting in for me with a girl and yeah i really couldn't uh, you know lie to anyone or even lie to myself about it after a point okay and uh, what were you most concerned about before you came out both to yourself and to the people around you right what was i most concerned about when i came out to the people around me i think while i was especially coming out to myself i suppose i was worried that hey am i making too big a deal out of nothing uh maybe i'm wrong maybe this is you know that really popular uh, phrase that we hear that hey it's just a phase don't worry about it it'll go away and you know that fear that doubting of myself that insecurity that hey i'm just you know making a mountain out of a molehill was really prevalent and it did give me a lot of worry and i definitely think though with coming out to anyone else especially my family my number one fear was well how would they react would they you know kick me out of the house would they not want to fund my education any further would they i don't know want to do something horrible that would really jeopardize my safety and my life because you never know how these conversations will go because we've never had uh, you know the privilege of being able to have these conversations with our parents i mean i definitely have not had the privilege of ever having a conversation about uh, you know sexuality or gender with my parents and the only time we ever had a conversation like that was when i came out to them so it was a pretty big leap and not a lot of references to back me up to know how it would turn out so yeah there was a lot of fear there was a lot of guilt i think that guilt is pretty common amongst anyone from the lgbtqi community especially when they come out to family because there is this feeling that you're doing something wrong and uh, you know you're just hoping and wishing that something could be different and you know i do think that a queer person has tried their best to not be queer you know especially in a homophobic society so telling someone to change telling someone that you know this is not who you're supposed to be is very harmful because they've echoed those thoughts to themselves for like possibly months and years before they've even mentioned them to you so yeah fear and guilt and insecurity a <laughs> lot of negative emotions with coming out but a lot of relief as well once it did happen and once i felt that okay things might be okay okay and i i what you mentioned about uh, us not having conversations about things like gender identity and sexuality and things like that with our parents that that really resonated with me and i mean i'm thinking out loud here and i i wonder if uh, having more open sex ed in schools would be one way to address that problem and i don't know i i really hope that that doesn't have to be a problem for um, other people who might be in similar situations but picking up from what you were talking about um experiencing all of these negative emotions when you wanted to come out when you decided that you want to come out to the people around you what actually prompted you to come out or uh, despite all of these negative emotions and fears that you had about coming out what was it that prompted you to actually go ahead and do it i think that uh, 
Eight, your point of having sex ed in schools, wonderful idea. I just hope we can somehow have sex ed for parents too, because this is not something that children are lacking knowledge on, uh, particularly. I think even parents really need uh, a leg up on that. But when you asked me, like, what prompted me to actually come out despite, you know, the sheer fears and negative emotions associated with it, to be very honest with you, it's just the fact that those negative emotions had eaten away at me so much that I couldn't imagine it getting any worse. I couldn't imagine how much worse I would actually end up feeling if I did come out to my parents. At least my curiosity would be satisfied. At least I would stop looking my parents in the eye every day and thinking, oh my goodness, they don't even know such an important thing about their daughter. What is this relationship even worth? Honestly, if you know there is such a lack of communication between us. And I think um, also I did have by that time, you know, uh, I had come out to my friends, which was a less daunting task, but scary nonetheless. And their positive reactions had sort of, uh, you know, anchored me into thinking that, yeah, it could uh, turn out well when I came out to my family as well. I did have some familial support as well from my uh, brother and sister. So I can't put the story down completely to just my own uh, courage or you know, my own uh, determination. It was not a story of courage. It was not a decision based on, uh, you know, being fearless. I was very afraid, but I was just, I just didn't imagine it could get any worse because of the way I was feeling lying to my parents and lying to myself. Right. Okay. And uh, one thing that you mentioned about how the positive reactions from your friends actually gave you the impetus to more than impetus, the assurance that it can be okay. I really hope that a lot of a lot more people actually have that, and I'm so glad that you did. Uh, but when you finally went ahead with coming out, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I think in both situations, I was sort of pushed into it. It wasn't something that I sat down and made an active decision about. I think a lot of the times the emotions that come with keeping uh, something like that to yourself really do push you from the inside and um, with my friends it was something that again I had just spent uh, years thinking about doing because it had been years by then since I realized it, since I realized how it was affecting my life, how it was affecting my friendship with people, how I would really you know, barely communicate with any of my friends genuinely because I was too worried about letting something of this nature slip out. So I think, yeah, it really pushed me into uh, coming out to them. And uh, I told them, yeah, I told them that I, I like girls and stuff. I told my friend as well that, uh, you know, I've, I've had feelings for you for a long time. And I hope that doesn't make you uncomfortable. But I just want to tell you in case it helps explain any of my actions previously. Actions meaning, you know, like possibly jealousy or bitterness towards her or her other relationships. So I was quite pleasantly surprised to see how well nonchalant they were with their reactions really because they looked at me and they're like, yeah, we, you know, we kind of figured. And I was like, oh yeah, really? And I think that whole experience was very anticlimactic for me because I really did think that, uh, you know, the world would come crashing down the minute I said that, but it didn't and everything was okay. And we continue to be friends. And I'm sure that our friendship only became closer because they finally, you know, I was finally communicating with them, honestly. So I really do appreciate how, you know, 
kind and possibly mature they are because even though you know we can say hey it's the bare minimum a lot of the times it's not a lot of the times even people who are young who are exposed to so much information so much knowledge they still tend to have really homophobic and uh, you know uncaring views towards these kinds of issues so it was a big thing that they you know chose uh, chose to be kind chose to be loving and chose to be understanding instead and yeah it made a big difference for me because at least someone knew at least i had you know that relief of having you know friends in my life who knew and who supported me and yeah i think i came out to my parents when i was around 19 so about 3 years after i came out to my friends and again it was something that i was pushed into because i was in a relationship at the time with my first girlfriend and it was getting fairly obvious to even my parents that something was up and yeah it kind of just spilled out of me one evening because there was always like this low key aggression at home always this suspicion because i was going out so often with the same person i was caught in a bunch of lies because you know i suppose everyone gets bad at lying after doing it too often and uh, yeah all of that led to a lot of like simmering tension in the house and finally i just decided that i might as well just tell my mother because i don't see how much uh, worse it could get so i told her and uh, i told her that yeah that girl is is my girlfriend i'm dating her i only want to date women and my mother looked at me and she said oh it's a phase and uh, she's like it's a phase you know it'll it'll go away you're too young to know this about yourself and i was pretty prepared for that reaction i was honestly prepared for any reaction that she would give me and i told her that you know it would be best if she educated herself a little bit more about these issues before actually talking to me because i've known this about myself for years it's just that i'm telling you now and yeah after that we had a few on and off conversations here it was still extremely awkward i don't think i could look my mother in the eye for a few months after that and finally we after a few years we ended up getting to a better place about it it's still pretty tense you know if i still bring it up even jokingly it does turn into a little bit of an awkward silence at the dinner table but i do think that over time by, because i've offered them patience and understanding it has gotten better okay and uh, what do you think was the most challenging part of all of this so the most challenging part of all of this i think most of what i've been describing till now can safely be considered uh, challenging but if i had to pick something that was especially difficult for me to come to terms with i think i would have to say it was the the emotions that came with it um especially the guilt i think uh, a feeling of guilt is very hard to escape you know it's a lot harder to escape than other emotions and i think it cemented itself pretty firmly in my head that i was doing something wrong you know despite all my attempts at uh, you know at, even at that age to sort of tell myself that it's okay and it's right and you know reading so many wonderful stories on the internet listening to so many wonderful people share their stories it still is hard to escape that feeling of guilt especially like you know if it's coming with a side of disapproval from your own parents it's pretty hard to escape the guilt and i do think you know 
as I've grown older and as coming out to my parents has not been an issue for me for the past five years, but you know, that guilt seeps into a lot of parts of your life. I do think that that kind of uh, emotional turmoil to go through at that kind of an age does leave a lasting impact on, on, it has left a lasting impact on me and I do think it leaves a lasting impact from a lot of people uh, on the, in the queer community. And it's interesting to think about because, you know, we try so hard to escape the mainstream. We try really hard to maybe seek approval even harder. We, we just, it's hard to have like a very healthy self-esteem when at some point you have tackled with the feeling of having the people most important to you in your life want to hate you or want to be disgusted by you. I think it's hard to get a grip on your self-esteem after that. And it's a lasting thing because I still feel it from time to time in like small daily situations. So I would say that's the hardest part, the most difficult challenge because it's quite pervasive. And how do you think you have been dealing with that? Like what do you think you did that helped you deal with it to whatever extent that you did? I think that um, a lot of the ways that I deal, I dealt with it was by listening to and reading and watching stories that made pride the center of their, uh, you know, narrative. So literally just watching uh, other queer people, you know, joke about it and be so okay with it, so relaxed with it and not even let it be like a, any sort of a challenge in their regular lives anymore. And that really helped me. And that's why, that's the main reason that I wanted to make content as well. It's because I want to maybe offer that feeling to other people. And I think uh, even making content and has helped me to come to terms with my own guilt about it as well. Because, you know, hearing the kind of support and stuff and the love that uh, I've received really does wash away a lot of that guilt because you feel like it, it is something really worth being proud about because it's not something that's easy and it's something that's extremely valid. And yeah, I think, I think just seeing other people get through it, just knowing you're not alone, that really helps a lot. Yeah, you spoke about how um, you, that's why you started doing, uh, I mean, started making content on social media because you wanted to offer that space to other people and having watched your content I definitely think that you've achieved uh, that goal so kudos to you there uh, but circling back to uh, how your friends and family reacted when you came out to them uh, what would you say I mean you did speak a little bit about what their immediate reactions were but how do you think that has sort of changed over time from when you came out to how things are right now yeah, I think definitely in with terms of my friendships, like um, there is, I, I could not imagine a more ideal scenario for myself because, you know, me having a girlfriend, me talking about my girlfriend, me, you know, all of those things are completely normalized. Like certain friends of mine that I came out to in college, uh, you know, they didn't blink an eye when I came out to them. They just were like, oh, okay. And the very next day, they just started asking about my girlfriend instead of asking me if I had a boyfriend. So that's which was immediate. I felt no tension or friction from them whatsoever. Because I guess it was also not something that I built up so much in my head. And I'm truly appreciative of that. Uh, I don't often use that space with my friends to communicate any sort of maybe hardships that I faced as a queer person. Because... 
to be very honest i do like portraying a positive image and also most of my friends are straight so i don't know how well they would understand but i know that they'll always offer me that space they're always ready to you know uh, listen to my point of view on things and always ready to maybe change their point of view on things if i think that it might be transphobic or homophobic so i really appreciate that from them a lot of my friends have told me that you know it's because of you that i know so much about the community and that it's something that you know i'm educated about and i really appreciate hearing that from them and in terms of my family you know again it's it's honestly just been getting better and uh, you know it started at a point where i had no idea what my future would look like once i came out to my parents i thought you know i might have to move abroad you know go to america like a lot of people do just to get away from you know their judgment or their hatred but uh, you know they they were not hateful towards me they perhaps still don't understand a lot of it but they have accepted that you know marrying a man is not what my future is going to look like but you know being in a committed relationship with someone who is not a man someone who's a woman would probably be what my future is going to look like and they have told me that they're okay with it my father has told me that he's okay with it my mother still acts dicey about it sometimes but she does know that that's how it's going to work out for me and yeah i'm still scared for that moment in the future to ever actually come to fruition but for now uh you know they have come to that level of acceptance about it and i'm happy with it you know i don't want to push them too hard i don't want to push them uh to you know talk to me about it to be very understanding about it or anything like that i'm happy with this level of acceptance i'm happy with them feigning ignorance about it as well whenever it makes them more comfortable it is something that you know is hard to come to terms with for people brought up in their generation it was just conversations they've never had before and to have it with their own daughter regarding their own daughter's you know sexuality it can't be easy for them as well so i do find that offering them as much understanding as i can works for them and works for me as well thank you so much for sharing that i mean i'm so happy that you found that uh balance i don't know if that's the right word that space where you can be who you are and you have found uh, acceptance from those around you and i'm so happy for you that you've actually found that for yourself uh despite having gone through several challenges to actually get there i'm so glad you have it now but moving on uh we've spoken a lot about uh your experience with coming out and how you went about with the process of coming out but having gone through with it what impact do you think it had on your life and your journey as a person you know that's a very good question i think it's something that uh, i've started understanding better about myself only as of recently and i do think that making that choice of coming out was probably one of the best things that i did because i can't imagine having to have lived uh, lived in secret lived in hiding lived in, uh, living in the closet any longer than i already had at that point and i also think that if i had it would have you know severely affected my mental health it might have severely affected uh, the decisions that i took and the kinds of maybe happinesses or successes that i could have enjoyed and it's a very real thing you know it's it's not easy to come out to people and it's not ever a necessity but it's also very hard to continue living in the closet so i do think 
that's one of the main ways that it's impacted my life. It's allowed me to le- live a life very genuine to myself. And I think that process of really committing to genuinely being myself for that one second and coming out to people that I knew, I think it sort of carried forth. So I do have the overwhelming need to always be genuine to myself and my ethics and my morals. And it's a long list of ethics and morals, so it is hard sometimes to stay true to all of them. But I do think that I will not be able to lead a happy life unless I'm being very genuine to myself. And unless I'm doing something that's, you know, a little unique, a little out of the mainstream, a little bit like something no one has ever done before, it's become a pretty important factor in anything that I choose to do. And maybe it was being forced into difference all the time that now makes me crave that difference a lot of the time, especially when I take up uh, any sort of creative work. That sounds wonderful, honestly. Um, But I think, yeah, bringing our conversation to a close, uh, what do you think your advice would be to someone who's currently in a similar situation as you, or rather a, a situation similar to what you were going through a few years ago? So what would your advice to them be? Well, uh, to be very honest, you know, everyone's personal situation differs so heavily. But I do think that at the end of the day, the kind of emotions that we feel and the kinds of fears that we have are remarkably similar. Uh, I've had the privilege of speaking to a lot of people who had, you know, a lot of these same worries about coming out, a lot of worries about never being in a healthy relationship, never finding someone never finding any sort of familial acceptance. And while I do admit that uh, my situation at this point can only be, you know, something to be grateful for and something that I'm privileged to be having, I do think that whoever is maybe struggling with coming out of closet, struggling with coming to terms with their sexuality, it's really never going to be um, your fault. You know, a lot of the times we like to think that, hey, this is our fault, you know, they like you like to set you know direct the problem towards yourself but it's always going to be society's ignorance it's always unfortunately going to be society's lack of knowledge on the concept lack of understanding that is the problem you are never the problem and you know your sexuality your gender identity it's never the problem society just needs to come to a point where it understands that better and society will come to that point because there's a lot of people out there who are living their best and genuine lives out in the open and it's only a matter of time before, you know, the right side of history wins. And I think anything else that I'd say to someone in a similar situation would be to please take care of yourself and don't ever worry too much about labels. It's not about labels, it's really just about your comfort and you coming to terms with who you really are. Finding an exact label to fit what you're feeling is pretty difficult, A and pretty unnecessary as well, you know? So just be kind to yourself and I'm entirely sure that everything will improve for the better. That was such a heartwarming uh, piece of advice, Pratna. Thanks so much for that. Um, Yeah, and with that, we come to the end of this very lovely conversation that we've had. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for sharing your journey, so articulately, might I add, uh, to me and to all of our listeners. Sure, I just, uh, I'd just really like to thank you, Preeti, for having me here and for having this conversation with me. It was lovely, and yeah, thank you for inviting me.
And with that, we wrap up this episode of the narratives. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of our special edition series for this year's Pride Month feature. We hope it inspired you as much as it did us and we can't wait to have more conversations and discussions just like this one. As we explore these stories and lived experiences, we are grateful to have had you along with us for this insightful and wholesome journey. Before we end, a very huge shout out and a heartfelt thank you to all the six speakers who are a part of the panel for this special edition series. And to our listeners, while you're here, you can make sure to stay tuned to All Things Matra by following us on all of our social media, the links to which you can find in the show notes below. We'll see you next time. The Narratives is brought to you by Matra, an initiative launched under the Fortis Young Mental Health Advocacy Program by Fortis Mental Health.